So welcome back to my podcast. I know it's been a super long time since I've actually like made an episode and that's because my life has been kind of crazy. Um, And also I just haven't really like had the energy or the inspiration to like do a podcast. Like it's just, it hasn't been there and I don't want to speak from an empty place. Like I want to speak from a filled cup. So I'm not going to throw something at you that has nothing to do with what God's put on my heart or been doing in my life. Um, I mean, maybe my mindset's wrong in that, but that's just where I am right now. And I'm not going to spew out some stuff that really has no emotional connection with me. So um, I want to actually get started by just saying a huge thank you for everyone who has just supported me um, by listening or by texting me and telling me that they liked it. Or, I mean, there's all kinds of things that people have done to support. And so, I mean, like, just thank you so much for loving my dream and holding my hand while this vision kind of goes into the, into the world. Um, but yeah, let's, let's just get started. So something that, um, that I've been stewing on for a few months is a quote from my two times great grandma. Now, some of you are really confused and you're like, well, okay, why would you start a podcast, um, with a family member that you've never met and that you don't really talk about, uh, well, <laughs> well, I love Mama Kathleen. Um, she ha- she actually wrote a family history book, so I know a lot about her life and her history, and I've done a lot of genealogy research, so I know a lot about her. And um, I just look up to her a lot. And so she used to write these books for her church. It was basically like the... Uh, it was like the 60s equivalent of blogging or podcasting. And she had three different topics. And she would pull out this typewriter and she'd let the Lord speak through her. And then she would bind these books up and hand them out. And thankfully, I ended up with two of these books, which is really, really cool. But one of them is based on time. And in this book, one of the lines is, this moment is the divine moment. So I actually did talk about this on a Facebook post a while back, but ever since I made that Facebook post and I made that quote my header on Facebook, if you check my Facebook, you'll see it, um, it hasn't left my heart. Like I think about that quote every single day and I really got to thinking about it and like our generation is so set in a mindset that is based on instant gratification. Like the world is accommodated to us. If you want to know something, you Google it and it pops up in 0.03 seconds, I think. I haven't, I haven't like looked lately, but like, you know, if you want a little snacky snack, um, I know personally that there are 10 drive-thrus in a four mile radius of me. And like, if I need a confidence boost, all I got to do is post that selfie on Insta and the likes start rolling in. So, I mean, if you can think of it like there is an app for it, there is, we don't wait for anything. We live with the whole world at our fingertips. So, like, what I'm saying is that our generation isn't good at waiting because we never have to. 
I mean, rarely do we literally have to wait. Like, you don't even have to go to a doctor's office and wait anymore. You can get an app and talk to a doctor on FaceTime. But when it comes to faith, a lot of faith is just waiting and seeing. A lot of y'all know that classic Bible passage from Ecclesiastes 3 about time, you know, when King Solomon's in his fields and he's like being all angsty and stuff. If you don't know what I'm talking about, I'm going to read it to you, so don't even worry. So uh, if you get out your Bible and you follow along, I'm in Ecclesiastes 3, 1 through 8. If you don't, that's okay. Um because I'm literally going to say it to you. And if you don't have a Bible, let me know, because I'd love to give you one. So it starts off, There is a time for everything and a season for every activity under the heavens, a time to be born and a time to die, a time to plant and a time to uproot, a time to kill and a time to heal, a time to tear down and a time to build, a time to weep and a time to laugh, a time to mourn and a time to dance, A time to scatter stones and a time to gather them up. A time to embrace and a time to refrain from embracing. A time to search and a time to give up. A time to keep and a time to throw away. A time to tear and a time to mend. A time to be silent and a time to speak. A time to love and a time to hate. A time for war and a time for peace. Um, So to break that down and sum it up, there are going to be some really hard seasons and there are going to be some really great seasons and you can't just pray the really bad seasons away you just have to go through it you have to go through that season of mourning so you can feel the joy that the season of dancing brings a bitter heart a heart that is not willing to wait is going to tell you Well, God can't do anything in my silent season. Nothing divine can happen here. But when I get to my time of speaking, that's that's my divine moment. That's when he's going to just move those mountains. Y'all, right now I am declaring that if this is for you, if that's what your heart tells you, God is going to break those chains and he's going to silence that heart because there is not a situation you go through that God did not authorize. He placed you in that moment for his purpose. And please don't disqualify yourself during a season of planting. Don't get so focused on faithfully sowing in one area of your life that you tell yourself God can't move in other areas of your life. If you're in a season of waiting right now, do what waiters do and serve. So now I'm sure a bunch of you are thinking, okay, well, like, like, how do I serve? Okay, well, I work in the service industry. And so um, I'm going to explain it that way and then break it down in a kingdom way because, um, you know, my brain automatically just goes to how I work because I work all the time. (laughs) Anyway, so sometimes servers only go that extra mile for that tip, right? Well, I think as Christians, we do this too by thinking that if we do the most for God, then he's going to bless us big time come Monday morning, right? Well, um, at my job, I actually like to challenge my servers and hosts to just love the guest. Make sure that it is like the best experience they have ever had. I tell them to treat that guest like it's their mom or their best friend. Because if it's one of those people, like when you're serving, you tend to not worry about the tip because you know it's coming. You know that like they're going to give you a little something, right? 
And so you just focus on that person. You're not focused on what you're going to get from them. But what if we shifted that mindset to how we serve God? We know that that blessing is coming, that his word will come to pass. So while we wait, why don't we just love on his people? Why don't we just focus on who he has put in front of us? Because sometimes ministry is simply loving the person in front of you. Am I right? So don't wait until you have your own baby to go love on other babies. Start serving in your church's nursery. Don't wait until you're married to begin your ministry. You might just meet your spouse in the midst of creating the vision that God has given you. Don't wait until you really need something from God to go love on his people. Go to that nursing home and hold the hands of his people because he might just speak through them and tell you exactly what you need to hear in that season. What I'm saying is this moment is the divine moment. We can spend our whole life waiting to get our perceived notion of what our divine moment looks like. But God says in Isaiah 55, 8, My thoughts are not your thoughts, neither are my ways your ways. Our human minds and bitter, jealousy-stricken hearts have created a vision of what our divine moment should look like. And if it doesn't look like how we picture it, or how the girl in front of us, or the guy who went before us, how their divine moment happened, then we automatically assume, okay, well, it can't be my divine moment then because it doesn't look like that. It doesn't look like theirs. But God sees over the hill. Our hearts cannot fathom what he has planned. When we sit back and disqualify ourselves and limit the power of God, we are underestimating the goodness of his holy plan. What he has planned for us is a million times better than anything man can draw up or plan out. Personally, I'd rather have something God handcrafted for me that I might have to wait a little bit for than anything I could possibly dream up. So I invite you all to live out your divine moments. Don't miss them waiting on the one you created. Live the one that God created you for. And that's what I have in my heart today. So um, before I pray, I do want to do like a little invitation style thing. Um, if you are really confused on this, if you just listen to my podcast because, um, you love me and you, but you're not like sure who this Jesus guy is, then, uh, I do want you to know that you can text me or call me because I would love to tell you all about my guy, Jesus, you know, and we can like talk about it. So if you are interested in beginning that next step of your life if you do want to know why I'm always at church or like why there's always a smile on my face and you want to meet the reason for it I would love to fill you in so now let's pray again if you're driving don't close your eyes but like also if you're not driving like Prayer is interpretation, and we'll do a podcast on that someday because I've got a lot of thoughts on that. All right. Lord Jesus, fill our in-between moments. Those moments that seem to be really ordinary, just do your work in them. I pray that we would invite you to move in the seasons of planting and also in the seasons of harvesting. Lead us to always look for your fingerprints. Jesus, we know that you're here. Lead us so that we would always be looking to see where you might want 
to grow us in our lives or what you might want to change or who you might want us to meet. Whose life do you want to change through us, Lord? Thank you for your goodness and your mercy that reigns upon us endlessly. You are worthy of all the praise. In your holy and precious name, amen. Thank you so much for listening. Um, I hope you all have a great day. I love you all so much. And um, I'll talk to you when I see y'all. Love you. Bye.